Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Support Wrestle Talk. Give us a subscribe. Welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. I'm Ollie Davis, and I'm joined by Luke Owen. D A D. It's difficult for me to adjust to this name. Oh yeah. Well, and, and a hello to you, Oliver Davis. How the devil are you? Doing good. I am. Day one into no longer cooking food for myself like an absolute chump. I was going to, yeah, so this started on Tuesday. Uh, you had decided that cooking meals is an idiot's game. It's, it's, for, it's for poor people and very rich people. For, well, how so? Nigella Lawson. But, but she, cooks she? The, she cooks the food yes. to loft her status over people. But do you not think that she does it because she enjoys it? Yeah, yeah. She's got time to enjoy it because she's so rich. But I, I, uh, I cook and I enjoy cooking. Mm, and I don't know if I have time, but I just enjoy doing it. I just don't like cooking. No, you don't. And I've really tried. I'm not good at it. I don't like stuff I'm not good at. And all my food tastes like the mixed veg frozen bird's eye selection. No yeah. matter what I cook, mm-hmm. it tastes like that. So bland. Well, do you not think to just like put in some flavors, some herbs, some combinations? So my lady partner said this to me before. She's like, just, you know, like put some spices in it. And I, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you go to a supermarket, you will see like herbs and spices oh, and yeah, things yeah. like that. Yeah, so no, no, I've seen them. I'm familiar with the concept. Yeah, so you like, buy, like the... so buy some of those and then use them in your cooking. What, and just chuck them in? I no, don't like how don't... much. Well, you've got to fault like... When do I put them Reci- Which Reci- ones do I put Recipes in? will tell you how to do it. Recipes have step-by-step instructions on what to do. And they're really poor. They're... In general, a pinch. What's a pinch? Well, a pinch. Grab a little pinch and throw it in. I mean, I to be honest, I've what's that in grams? Okay, well, I've never, I, I have never measured out herbs and spices. I have only ever eyeballed it. Yeah, and so you know me mm-hmm. and how much I like detail and stats and things and, and precise precise things I can measure. Yeah, the idea of oh, just eyeball it. Well, no, but that's that's my. I don't, like, if I don't you, know. If you go into a Jamie, I mean, I'll get up a Jamie Oliver recipe now, and he'll say like X amount of teaspoons of basil. For yeah, right. Okay. So you put, so, so you put in two teaspoons of basil. Yeah, okay. I'll do that. And you know what I found out? Spoons are not spoons. <laughs> cups aren't cups. 
What are you talking about? Well, sometimes a dessert spoon, which I thought was a tablespoon, is actually half the size of a tablespoon. And all I all I use to eat cereal aren't spoons, despite them being spoons I put on my table. Uh -oh. No, they're dessert We're, spoons. I, I, I'm having like deja vu. I feel like this is how the spoons section probably, of the podcast started. Probably. So anyway, so you, you decided that cooking food is an idiot's game. So what is your solution? Well, I uh, found an offer for a service that will send me my pre-made lunch and dinner twice a week. How much is this service? So, well, this is the thing. It's, it's expensive. And realistically, I don't know how long I can do this for. Mm -hmm. um, with the discount, it's... £75 Fuck off a That's week. So <laughs> You're going to have to edit that. <laughs> Gladly so. But it's £75 well, a week. Okay, okay, yeah. A week? I didn't even spend that on my full shop. Well, that's, that's you know, jeans. I, 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 that's my casing of jeans. So, if, <laughs> you, and I've thought about this a lot because I, you know, it's it's a ridiculous thing, and I've tried to justify it to myself. That's with a discount. I'm going to be spending twenty five pounds a week on food anyway. In terms of, I like my eggs. I like my fancy meats. Mm -hmm. Right. So twenty five. So that's a hundred quid a month. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm also going to not want to eat the food I've made. So I'm going to go to Sainsbury's and I'm going to buy six or seven pounds worth of stuff twice a week minimum. Mm. I'm also probably going to occasionally treat myself to a, a little dinner. To the blue van. To, to, a, to a Deliveroo, to a takeaway or something. So before you know it, ah, oh, Ollie's spending £150 a week on food anyway. That is an <laughs> insane thing to say. No, no, it's, it's probably more like you know, 40 quid on food a week when I, I factor in lunches out and, and things, which is crazy in itself. Yeah. But it's just happened. I, I haven't planned for this. I've come back to the office and that's how it's panning out. Yeah. Why, why don't you just bring the magic spoon in with you and just continue well, your terrible diets that you have at home? A delivery has come in here. So is that going to offset <laughs> you spending? No, that's just breakfast, not lunch and dinner. Well, I mean, that, I mean that's good, I would say. But, but here, anyway... Think of the time. How much is an hour of your time worth? Well, I mean, I know because I charge you an hourly rate, so yeah. I know exactly how much no, an no, hour no, of my no, time no, no. is worth. How much is an hour of your time worth to you? I mean, well, I mean, I know spending... Priceless. Priceless, like spending time with my wife. Exactly. You, your family, mm -hmm. surely you want to be spending time with them rather than cooking. But I enjoy cooking. And like, my, well, often my wife and I cook together. Ah, okay. What if there is a ridiculously long anime series you've also gotten into? But and you can't you got cook. A, but have you got into it though? Because you said to me today, I started watching Evangelion and it's a bit much. It's a bit much anime. <laughs> I just, I, I get it. I get yeah, it. I, I get it, guys. Guys, guys, I get it. There's some form of adoption thing going on. <laughs> There's a weird dad. I've seen this one. <laughs> we need to get into the show so we can actually do an outro. Uh, talking about AEW, Punk Hit and GTS, here's the show.
Dynamite. CM Punk got physical for the first time on last night's Go Home episode of AEW Dynamite. I'm Ollie Davis, this is Luke Owen, and as always, this podcast is brought to you by beer. Yeah, it is. Beer52.com forward slash wrestle. Go over there right now. UK viewers only. You only have to pay £5.95 postage and packaging and you get yourself 10 free craft beers, a little snackaroonie and a magazine guide to the craft beers you get. We'll be tucking into this little delight later. It's called Palm Shade. It's from a brewery in Chicago. Um, so please do support the podcast and get yourself one of those crates. Right. Hey. Isn't there another way that you could support this channel, or maybe even be part of this channel? Help me set you up to, to take... Do you want me to do it? The, yeah, I thought the, the mods, be a moderator? Yes, exactly! Why didn't you become one of our moderators? Why didn't you get yourself injected with some Modiclorians? Support at WrestleTalk.com. We're looking to expand out our moderating team. You can message us on Discord to tell us that the audio is fine, <laughs> or it doesn't work, or it's mixed, or it's actually grand. You could be part of that team. Support at WrestleTalk.com. Um, you'll be... Uh, someone named Modmother will get in touch with you. There's, the ethereal spirits mm. mod mother full of modic chlorians mm -hmm. right so last night's episode really good episode of dynamite oh, yeah. like when we always talk of having go home show expectations yeah. to sell the pay-per-view to get over the matches and to also just be a good weekly episode of wrestling tv this is what i mean you know what it was I, I was quite stunned by this because I thought this was a great episode anyway. Yeah. And I thought it was actually a terrific go home episode. Felt that it did a lot to like, there were so many video packages to hype up various matches. They might not all have in ring segments, but they had stuff to kind of hype you up and make you want to see the pay per view or at least tell you, hey, this is happening at the pay per view. And there were quite a lot of comments that were left on our community tab that said, I was surprised at how little build there was to wall out on this episode. And I what? was, I know, I, I, I mean, I haven't responded to any of them, obviously, because I, I just want to like, what show were you watching? It's like every single segment on this show was designed to, with the exception of the women's match. I mean, even then you could probably even argue that was for the Casino, casino Battle, Battle Royal. Royal. Every single segment on this show was like, here is what's coming up on Sunday. Here is why you should be excited about Sunday. Here's how you can order the pay-per-view. Go and buy the pay-per-view. Well, one of the big drivers, because it's you know, arguably the biggest match on the card. I, you know what? Not even arguably. It's CM Punk's first match back in over seven years. It's CM Punk versus Darby Allen. And the promo segment for this was Punk comes out. He gets his normal reaction at Chicago, of course. They've gone back there. And he starts to cut a promo. He's like, hey, I love all this. I'm going to milk it for all it's worth. I was like... Cool. I'm just, I'm just so glad to see you here, and I, I don't know why. I just never thought he'd get physical yet. And 2.0 and Daniel Garcia jump him there, and I'm like, oh my god, Punk's getting physical, physical. He's getting physical. So just like last week when I got a thrill just by having him stand next to Tony Schiavone, I feel like every he is like, I, I imagine when you have your young baby child. Mm -hmm. Every new thing they do, you're going to be like, you are a freaking genius! Oh yeah, I'm going to be texting you like all the time. Be like, you'll never guess what the baby did today. The size of this poo. <laughs> oh yeah, look at the colour of it. Oh, she's not even eating solids yet. I don't know, it's not a she, I don't know that, I yeah. just assumed. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny, like, a lot of people have assumed that. Myself included. Yeah. I have 
accidentally said at times, "What a baby girl," or like, and I we have no idea. Mm. But I have like often said, "I got this feeling in my gut that it's a girl." I don't believe in feelings and stuff like that, but I feel like it's gonna be a girl. Yeah, and I've got no evidence to base it on at all, aside from the old wives' tale. That um, the sweeter, to, uh, I think it's like the sweeter to the sweet the baby or something like that. And that's like if you your pregnancy, you have a lot of sweet cravings. Then you're oh. going to have a girl. My wife doesn't have a sweet tooth whatsoever, but she has been craving sweets and sweet treats and mm. stuff. I think that's horribly outdated. Oh, I mean, it most likely is. Yes, most definitely. Um, so, punk got physical. Well done. So proud of you. You did a new thing, punk. This time round, and then of course Darby and Sting come down to make the save, and then there's a brawl ensues. Punk picks up Jeff, not Jeff Farmer. Yay! Does my head? It's because Sting's in the ring. Yeah. Did you actually say Jeff Farmer in the review? No, I didn't oh, think so. That. I think I said 2.0. Jeff Parker of 2.0 fame gets picked up, and the GTS is hit on him. So the first, I mean, like I, I didn't really. Th I was just so happy to see. The stuff happening, but Wrestling Observer Radio and the the very wise Adam Blompier in the office just now just said, yeah, the first GTS in seven years was hit on Jeff Parker. Yeah. Well, this is, you know, it's the, it's the, there's two schools of thought to this, isn't it? It's kind of like the, why didn't you promote the fact that CM Punk was going to be on Rampage on the episode of Dynamite to make people do this? Mm. Why didn't you save the GTS and put it on pay-per-view, this, that, and the other? Because I have seen two two varying thoughts on this. Uh, a, should have been safe for pay-per-view, which is what Adam said, is what uh, I believe, did you say the Wrestling Observer said? Dave Meltzer sort of went, you know, when he's he's obviously disapproving. He doesn't mm. say it out, but I thought the tone... Made yeah. it sound like that. Should have said it for baby. So that is the other one. And the other uh, <coughs> school of thought that I've seen is that it wasn't a good GTS. Mm. And now people are concerned that Punk might be a bit cack and is actually going to have a real bad match on, on Sunday. And we're going to be like, oh, this is going to be... It's actually... We've all, we've all been so excited about this. But, you know, what if it's rubbish? Not from this proud papa. No. <laughs> I'm going to be proud of Punk regardless of what he does. And, and uh, But here is where I stand on this. A... I was genuinely thrilled to see him hit the GTS. I thought it was awesome, and, and I loved it, and I got, not, I didn't get, didn't cry, I didn't get emotional or anything, but I did, like, I wrote in my notes, he's magical. Mm. And the, the, the face-off that he had with Darby Allen, because he, he hits the GTS on Jeff Farmer, the fake sting, hits the GTS on, on the fake sting, and then instantly goes nose to nose with Darby Allen. And that made the GTS completely worth yeah. it. Because that was like a physical action. And now I'm going face to face with this kid. And there's the height difference to them as well. And they were a proper like nose to nose. And I was like, this is amazing. And I wrote down like in my notes, word for word, this is magical. And yeah. I'm so excited now to see this. And I think that comes from the fact he hit the GTS. Yeah, possibly. And just, yeah, because what else? He, he had to do a signature move yeah. uh, to, to put that over. I thought when Punk squared up to Derby, he had an edge to him that I do not remember from the WWE run. I can't remember him getting in people's faces, but it was always kind of like this punkish upstart yeah. vibe. But here, he felt like, you know, it felt more legitimate. I feel like some of his MMA experience might have informed this persona, mm -hmm. but also just the grizzled veteran. Yeah, he's got that grey in his oh, beard and stuff. Now yeah, and how young Darby looks. Oh. 
Darby um, Allen's line, sorry, that he has in his video promo later when he said, CM Punk said that when if he was 15 years old, I'd be his favorite wrestler. Mm. Or when I was 15 years old, Punk was my favorite wrestler. I was like, oh my God, I cannot wait for this oh, match. Oh, it was only, only last week. <laughs> I made that joke in the news. Sorry, I recycled. So Sting, during this face-off, goes, well... Kept on doing a lot of Spanish stuff, like Mano Hermano, <laughs> Mi Casa, Tu Casa. Muchos respect. Yeah. He doesn't actually know what the Spanish word for respect is, but he's like, muchos respectos. So, like, it's, it's like a family member who's trying to be cool, yeah. and they mistake cool with saying the occasional thing in mucho language. Do you know what my theory on this is? <laughs> That Tony Khan said to Sting, okay, here's how the segment's going to go. We're going to do this, this, and this, and then you're going to cut a promo. And maybe you could touch on these things, and Sting went, Tony, I've been doing this for a hundred years. I'm absolutely fine. I'm not, I do, do you want to run through it, Sting? I'll be fine. And then he went out there, grabbed the microphone, and was like, oh no, what do I say? Oh, God. Uh, um, muchos respect. <laughs> You know, right here, the, he called it the going to sleep. He said it was so wonderful to see a going to sleep, <clears throat> coffin drop, the stinger, showtime, CM Punk yeah. in this ring together. He, like, he did a lot of repeating words. And when he, like, I was watching Sting and I thought, and this is why Vince McMahon scripts promos, because <laughs> this is what he doesn't like. Darby's like, oh, oh Dad, Dad. you're embarrassing me again, I'm a hero. <laughs> But I, it, it was it was a, being a bit harsh. Maybe. Of course, it was it was totally fine. It was very good actually because he it was more about the emotion and the occasion because this is the first time Sting and Punk have been in the ring together. Are you saying it's about a moment? Yes, when it's connected to stuff and followed through on and set up. Sting said, "You know, we never cross paths, and I'm glad we have now in this ring." But then he said. This Sunday, because it needs to be Mano Hermano or whatever. Muchos Mano Hermano. Muchos Mano Hermano, man on man action. I'm not going to be there. So it's pure Derby and Punk, which I, you know, I didn't know I wanted. Mm. I think that makes the match better. Yeah, same here. He said, I'm going to come out, I'm going to fist bump my mm. tag partner, and then I'm going to walk to the back, and I'm just going to let you two guys get on, get it on. And yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah. Mano, mano oh man. Massive. Uh, tick for this whole segment. I, you know, they haven't done anything flashy for this build for Punk's first match because you don't have to. Yeah. So I very much enjoyed it. I thought it was great, and yeah, I uh, disagree with the suggestion that it should have been saved for pay per view. I disagree that it was bad. I thought that it was perfectly fine. It looked like every GTS I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> uh, and I thought it was. Uh, it really hyped me up for the pay per view. Well, Punk is quite a sloppy wrestler. Well, yeah. He's never been like a, a really neat style. So, yeah, I mean, they, they, all the GTSs look a bit like that. But also, this is a crazy, I'm going to do something crazy for YouTube. Oh, yeah? I see all the sides. <gasps> for, for me personally, like, I, 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 I enjoyed seeing it. But I totally also get the idea of building it up. They should have built it up, maybe. Saved it for the pay-per-view, definitely. Yeah. Do you want to hear my crazy take for All Out? See how appealing it was. He's going to hit it on three people. No, no, no. He's going to do it off the top rope. Here is my... I mean, I don't know how that would that make it more impactful if you jump down you and, then you, and then you land on your feet and then you do it. No, no, no. You, you throw Derby up mm. and then... But you'd then hop down. You'd like, you know, walk down and then put your knee there. Oh, right. And, and then, then, then land yeah, on Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's my crazy All Out take. Without Punk versus Allen, this isn't a great card. Mm. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, let's see what people have to say in the Omega chats, please. WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. We'll read out everyone over five US dollars. Bacon Rasher. Hi, lads. Was it just me thinking Punk's fists and GTS was a bit weak? I hope he can still go. This match has to deliver. Any pressure on Punk? Also, we got Cage in a Cage last night. I love the show, the slow builds Page Cage, Cage and Page in a Cage on Rampage. Jam that jam. Uh, yeah, I think we've already covered that, but I, I think punk will be good yeah punk will be good keith lloyd darby has become my favorite in AEW. i went from not knowing who he was to now marking out when he comes out i hope he gets uh, a w title shot soon also luke make sure to sleep when the baby sleeps to stay fresh ollie your hairline is looking mighty kawaii here's my thing though i'm gonna be so worried that the baby will do something dumb in its sleep because babies are idiots mm. that i'll just be constantly just watching it like a hawk um, Bishop Badass. Watching Punk hit a GTS brought a tear to my eye. Used to watch him with my dad, who I lost in June from COVID. Also, Luke, I'm going to see Candyman uh. today. How was it? Love you guys. Jam that jam. Dad that dad. Luke's your daddy. Daddy. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. We talk about it on mm. the uh, What's On On City World, over on City World's YouTube channel for tomorrow's episode, but I absolutely loved it. Kamal Arif. Uh, really enjoyed this episode of Dynamite. I teared up a little bit from just seeing Punk get physical this episode. I don't know what state I'll be in when he actually wrestles on Sunday. Can't wait for All Out, baby! Woo! Ha ha, woo! <laughs> is he both teasing? No, no. I think what oh. he's doing there is he's going, it's WrestleMania, baby! Woo! 
Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I thought he was both teasing Adam Cole and Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Uh, and finally now, Harry Burgess. Hey. Uh, love your work, lads. Always wanted to do a wrestling podcast, but I'm not much of a talker, in all honesty. Uh, it's a pretty important part of the podcast, I isn't it? So, yeah. What do you see next for Punk? Immediate heel turn or building another big feud as a face? Lots of love from Canberra, Australia. What next for CM Punk? <coughs> well, that's gonna that's the title well, for next week's show. I would uh, offer you know Sunday if, if mm. a certain American Dragon doesn't debut. Uh, here is my thinking: they're going to do a six-man tag. It'll be Punk, Darby, and Sting versus Two Point Zero Daniel Garcia on like Punk oh, on Dynamite or Rampage or something. Yeah, that sounds fun. Um, so my theory is Punk twice now in in a very you know he's only had like three four promos right. Twice he said, I'm just going to soak this up from the crowd because people are going to get sick of this, but I love it. Thank you all so much. I'm like, you're turning heel. <laughs> he's, the, this is, he's a smart guy. Yeah. He's, he's planting seeds, or at least I, you know, I could see how he would be foreshadowing a heel turn mm -hmm. by saying, you're going to get sick of me eventually. Yeah. And then he can look back in a couple of months. I told you, you'll get sick of me. Yeah. You wanted me to come back all this time. And already, you're not giving me the love I need. Yeah, oh, it's an interesting idea. I'll just do one more for now, and then we'll get on with the rest of the show. Almost Nard, not a real doctor, says, In contrast to my usual vocal criticism of how the tag title picture has suffered during this Young Bucks reign, after last night, I want them to retain at All Out, so they can then drop the belts to Santana and Ortiz at the New York show on the 22nd. Yeah, I am. Um, I don't know where I stand with the tag titles. I was talking to uh, young Peter about this this morning mm. because I had this been Jurassic Express, I'd have been they're definitely dropping the belts, and Jurassic Express mm. are going to win them. Now it's the Lucha Bros. I'm less sure, and I don't really know. And my other thing, and maybe this is some you know ammunition for you when it comes to the prediction show that we'll be doing after mm. this uh, episode of Dynamite. Um, all the all the tags, all the titles are held by heels at the moment, and if all the heels retain, which like Omega's probably going to do, Baker's probably going to do, Miro's probably going to do, do you want to have the Bucks also retain? All the heel champions retain? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I've got a theory. I'll get into it in the actual mm. show. Uh, be at fifty two com forward slash wrestle. Go over to there. And UK viewers only can get yourself a case of 10 free craft beers. Oh, yeah. Uh, for posts and packaging only. Do you want to hear about uh, Palm Shade from Ooh. Cruz Blanca? Yes. In Chicago, Illinois. I know it's Illinois. <laughs> uh, 10 free craft beers you can get at 52.com forward slash wrestle. Inspired by coastal culture, Palm Shade combined... Pineapple. Uh, combines the fruit hop aroma of a modern IPA with a deeply quenching drinkability of a pale ale. Subtle hop bitterness with a vibrant note of mandarin, orange, mango, and pineapple. <sighs> mango as well. You know what? When I first took a sip of that, I was like, eh. you know, because I'm not really an IPA guy. I don't mm. really like fruity tastes. But then the mango and the pineapple came through. That's what I genuinely love about Beer 52. I feel like I've just I've done this horrible segue into pitch mode. It's what I let me tell you what I really like about this company is that I never really thought that way about beer before. Mm -hmm. It was just beer, yeah, and I drank it to get drunk and forget my life. 
But now it's like this has a nice taste. I enjoy this. Yeah, and it, I like it, picking out the flavors. And it opens up experiences to beers that you might not, because I'm not really much of a porter man. Mm. But then, like beer fifty two, send me some porters, and I'm like, well, you know, I'll drink these now. And then I drink them. I was like, actually, this is delicious. It's、mm. really good because I'm getting all of these notes as well. Very, very good. And I believe because of the mango, one of your five a day. Oh, really? Very healthy. I think it says that on the can. Not a real doctor, us as well. <laughs> Uh, also, yep. Like as Luke said, stick around after this show because we're doing the AEW predictions podcast right after this.、It'll、be like a ten-minute break. And support at wrestletalk.com if you want to help out this channel and become a moderator for these live streams. Right, but this episode of AEW itself, the go home episode to All Out, started with FTR versus Santana and Ortiz. At like our most anticipated match of the whole Pinnacle versus Inner Circle feud that just hasn't caught fire. Yes,、yeah, so、until they, now they had their match on Dynamite、uh, a few weeks back now, which unfortunately. Didn't quite go as planned because Cash Wheeler suffered a horrible, horrible freak accident injury、um, uh, during the match, and they kind of had to rush to the finish a little bit.、Mm. Um, and we have said that, like, I mean, I said even before then, I wish this was on pay per view because I just want to see these guys get like you know twenty minutes uninterrupted by ad breaks and just like really go out there and do that. And they didn't really get that first time round. A, it was in the middle of the show, and B, because of the accident towards the end. It didn't really get like, and then because Wheeler's then been on the shelf, they have done some video promos and stuff, and the promos have been good, but it hasn't really had that like, oh man, I really desperately need to see that rematch. I think the injury to Wheeler has sort of like overshadowed a lot of、mm. that. The second that these two made their entrance、uh, for this match here, it's opening the show, so I'm like, cool, it's not going to have a commercial break interrupting this. FTR come out, and then Proud and Powerful came out. I was like, I'm in. Yeah, I'm so in. I'm so ready for this. And this match was awesome. I think it's a lot because of the crowd,、mm. because the Chicago crowd were obviously excellent as they always are, and yeah, they having that energy there, and they both treated it like a pay per view style match. FTR had the sort of Bobby Eaton tribute trunks and jacket on.、Uh, Santana and Ortiz had the face paint, and so cool. Yeah. And then the match was—I was watching this match, and I was just getting sucked into it, like just drawn in more and more with every move. I was like, "Why does this feel like an NXT takeover?" Yeah, I think you get that. I, I totally got you. And a, it's obviously it's FTR, formerly、yeah. the Revival, and they do this sort of match very well, where they have conflicting styles.、Mm-hmm. And kind of what's great about FTR and what makes them one of the best tag teams on the planet at the moment <clears throat> is that that conflicting style is every single tag team there in the ring, <laughs> especially in AEW. Exactly, because no one wrestles like FTR do. Yeah. So, like, they are like an island unto themselves. And when they are in the ring with someone like Proud and Powerful, it is this contrasting styles, these styles clash, and they are so good at working that and making that part of the match.、Mm-hmm. And they are, and here's what's great about FTR. And we saw this in the match against、um, the Young Bucks. They know how to do this. They can do all the flips and stuff. They can do、mm-hmm. the indie match. They just choose not to. Because to them, this is what tag team wrestling is. It's all about fists, not flips. And I love it so, so much. This match was awesome. Were you surprised they lost? 
Well, yeah, because they won the first match. So I thought that Proud and Purple um, would get this one and they'll probably do a rubber match at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah I guess so. So, yeah, the Finnip, they go 15 minutes. It's fantastic, like properly just mwah, love it. But I still feel like they've got a better match in them. So, yeah, yeah they presume that's the rubber match. With Santana and Ortiz winning, this is where my theory for the tag straps comes in. Lucha Bros versus Santana and Ortiz. Oh, yeah? That gets me hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I can totally understand that. Um, after that, we got a promo with Daniel Garcia and 2.0 setting up the Rampage match against Derby, but also foreshadowing the CM Punk angle. Then we got the CM Punk promo, which we've spoken about. Uh, a video package hyping Omega and Christian. We got two of these throughout the night. Very good, like Paul White sit down interview, Tony Schiavone, Mark Henry, Taz, Excalibur. And I, I love the way mm. that AEW pitched this. And they have like industry veterans and Excalibur give their thoughts on. <laughs> well, I mean, they smirch the name. As it was Excalibur wrestling in the 90s, that's that's no, more what my no. point is. Like, so like, but yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm having a bit of fun there. But like, you know, them doing these sit down interviews, there was one at the end when they do the Jericho one, and Paul White just goes, I'm worried for it. Yeah. So good, man. That added so much like drama onto this. And I love them talking about Omega and Cage and being like, you know, they had an absolute classic on Rampage. And like, yeah, it's just like pound for pound. Omega's the best wrestler on the planet. And then Paul Weiss is like, I think Christian's got this. Mm. Like, it's just, I, I love it so much. Well, let's, let's get into that MJF Jericho match because they had two segments devoted to it. One with MJF that came up next, which was a sit-down interview with Tony Schiavone. And later on, there was a Jericho one where he came into the ring for an interview with JR. JR said, I have not done a single in-ring interview since I started here. And I was like, oh my God, you haven't. So I thought that was quite a nice dynamic to MJF. You know, he's this douchebag. Tony Schiavone clearly doesn't want to be there. He introduces MJF as like the most insufferable man I've ever met. You know, on his phone, doesn't want to be near MJF. And then you've got Jericho in the ring, surrounded by adoring fans. JR's there. And as Jericho is saying, you know, I might have to retire. JR brought me into this business, like into WWE, when, or F, when I was in WCW. I'm very unhappy. And JR's crying. Yeah. And Jericho's crying. And you've got that real emotional bit conflicted with this bratty MJF. I thought it was expertly done. Both guys cut excellent promos. And... With that emotion from JR and Jericho, I'm mm -hmm. like, is this the end? Am I being uh, worried? Are you thinking that, that MJ, I don't know. That MJF's going to go 4 and 0. I mean, I mean I'm, I've, I've been saying since day one, this feels like a Jericho retirement tour. But then MJF beat him, and I was like, well, maybe it's not anymore because like, Jericho can get the win back. But this really has worked me. So now I don't know. I d I d really, really good stuff. Like, they, they've taken this storyline. And, you know, the whole pinnacle inner circle thing hasn't been our favourite. But it is going... Like, this end bit to their personal feud, it really has me 50-50. So I'm excited. Yeah, really excited. I, I particularly enjoyed um, JR's... I was wondering, do you want to talk about the Jericho bit now? Yeah, yeah. J JR introducing it as like, I'm going to bring down my friend here 
who I think has made a mistake. Mm. Oh, that, that line there really punctuated it for me. Yeah, Jericho's with, with Paul White's line as well. Yeah. I'm worried. I'm worried, yeah. yeah. Real good. Uh, after MJF's interview, we got Orange Cassidy versus Jack Evans. Nothing special, but quite interesting in terms of staging, which I loved. The pin happened in the commercial break. Commercial break. Is yeah. everything okay? Your mic's having some problems that people are just pointing out, so I've just called Rich and see if there's anything that he might be able to do. Well, I'll keep talking. Yep. Um, yeah, the pin happened in the, in the restaurant quality picture in picture. Yeah. It was weird, wasn't it? Yeah, well, I because I watched the fight feed. It's just all one feed. There's no commercials. I see see that full view. I was like, oh, th that's coming up. I don't think we've come back from the ad break. I must have missed it. And then it was like, no, nope, we're back from the ad break now. Orange Cassidy has won the match. I was like, huh. Yeah. It's really good that they do that because it teaches the viewers, pay attention during the commercials, don't go away, which is brilliant for the network that we know people are going to watch our adverts. And also good for just the unpredictability of finishes. Yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed this. I thought it was... Uh, I mean, the match itself was fine. Mm. I think it's weird that this feud is still continuing because, as best I can tell, the good guys keep winning. Mm. Like, Orange Cassidy has beaten, like, all of them, including Matt Hardy. Like, he's already beaten the final boss. Yeah, that was last week, wasn't it? Yeah, and then he was like, so he's beaten the final boss, and then the final boss is like, and now you must face my lackeys. Like, <laughs> oh, but I've already won, though. And, like, you know, the, the best friends, like, I think Matt Hardy pinned We the Uter once, like, in a, in a multi-man tag. It's just, it felt like a very one-sided feud. And then afterwards, the Hardy family office came down to, like, beat them up and stuff, and then Jurassic Express made the save. I think this feud's a bit rubbish. Okay. I, yeah, they're all just kind of treading water, really. Yeah. Uh, when Jurassic Express made the save, when best friends were already out there, I was like, "Oh, I love a babyface promotion." Mm -hmm. I've just, I've just become conditioned that the the company is a heel. Yeah. And all the wrestlers are working against the company. But this, like, when they came out, I really got a sense of this is a good company, like in kayfabe. Yeah. Yeah. And and the the good people actually mostly get back against the the evils yeah which makes the ending which we'll talk about even more effective um, but that will be a all-out pre-show match yes yeah, a 10-man tag so it's yeah. jurassic express and best friends versus um the hardy family office group whatever they're called yeah uh, eddie kingston and miro got a video package on each other ahead of the tnt title match oh i'm swapping do you want to Run these I'll, I'll run this through, yeah. So this is uh, Eddie Kingston cut this promo, and he had this amazing line in this when he said, because he's going to go after the neck, and he said, take my hand, we'll walk through hell together, because he's God's favourite champion, and all this sort of stuff. Absolutely love Kingston cutting promos. Miro cut a great promo back as well. For a match that's only had, like, one angle, basically, on Rampage, I thought they did a really good job in kind of making me hype. Because really, I mean, you just put this down on paper, Miro versus Kingston. I'm going to be hyped for mm -hmm. it. Uh, but yeah, this video package really helped solidify that. So I was a big, big fan of this. Uh, we also got a video package for Moxley versus Kojima, which, you know, it's basically, it's unfortunate because we were all, not all expecting, but the, it was supposed to be Mox versus Tanahashi. And now it's Mox versus Kojima, which is, you know, it's really cool. And Kojima's really cool and everything. And he's an absolute legend. It's just, it's not Hiroshi Tanahashi. 
and we haven't had like anything with them. So it's just Moxley cutting promos. Sure, it'll be a good match. I'm sure Moxley will have fun. I did enjoy his line. It was that he's going to take Kojima's um, scalp back to Cincinnati. I thought that was a good line. Uh, and then we got the Jericho segment, which we already talked about. And then Darby got a nice black and white style promo, which just makes him feel different to everybody else. And that's when he had that line about Punk being his favorite wrestler when he was 15. Yeah, yeah it's sort of about like how I was first on the list for Punk. And that was his mistake. I should mm. have been last. Now I've got to do the impossible. I've got to beat CM Punk in Chicago, or I'm going to die trying. Uh, we got Hobbs versus Cage. Powerhouse Hobbs versus Brian Cage, and that's Team Taz continuing story. This is just two big guys pummeling the crap out of each other with just some very impressive spots. Brian Cage deadlift suplexing Hobbs into the ring off the second rope, but ultimately. Hook distracted the referee, Starks clobbered Cage with the FTW belt, and Hobbs got the win. Yeah, surprised to see Hobbs win there. Well, yeah, this is another feud that's just like still, yeah, yeah. still there. Uh, Black got a uh, Malachi Black got a promo on Lee Johnson. I've just written big match. <laughs> sarcastically to myself here. Hey, I liked his line. Actually, you know what, because yeah, I, yeah, that was, I was super down on this last week because Arn Anderson blocked the Black Mass. Borg Anderson. And then, like, you know, and he's just like, uh, Malachi Black and this is like, I granted Arn Anderson mercy. I was like, no, he would have beaten you, mate. Mm. But, like, he like, I liked his line of, I granted Arn, Brock, and Cody mercy. I won't give the same thing to Lee Johnson, which I thought was really cool. And they've got a match on Rampage this Friday, which I'm sure is going to slap. 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 Uh, then we got the, the the Nightmare Factory came out, and Paul White came out, and then everyone tried to jump on Paul White, big show, and he powered out. He did the raw spot. And then he beat everyone up. And then he cleared the ring. And then the gun club came out to, yeah. to help Paul White after it already cleared the ring. But there was a reason for that. Because Billy Gunn then turned heel, attacking Big Show in his hip. And then a chair shot to the head. And it looked like QT had no idea this was going to happen. Yeah. Billy Gunn. Oh, Billy Gunn. I can't wait till Billy Gunn explains his actions in 2021. Yeah. Here's what I'll say. Didn't see it coming. Yeah. Genuinely, when Billy Gunn turned heel, I did go, huh. Because I, didn't, I honestly didn't see him turning heel on him. I thought it was weird that they ran down for the save after Paul White had already saved himself. Yeah. But also at the same time, am I excited to see Billy Gunn have a match with Paul White? Well, in 2021? Maybe it's more about the younger guns. Colton Gunn, one of the most protected people in the company, <laughs> yeah. and Austin. Uh, you know, maybe I, I could see this be a good direction for them to split off from this, you know, disintegrating nightmare conglomerate. But it's like, if they're part of the nightmare family, like, surely this should be a Malachi Black thing. Malachi Black has made mm. them dis like, go, like, disassociate themselves from. Uh, Cody and his crew, as opposed to Billy Gunn turning heel on The Big Show in 2021. This just, the whole thing, that Paul White, QT. QT I'm keeps not, losing every match that he's in. Not really into. Uh, Britt Baker is doing an interview backstage and she said to Tony Schiavone, I have the... Well, one of the hottest free agents in all of wrestling has just signed with AEW. 
And of course, this is an allusion to her real life boyfriend, Adam Colbebe. And that she, she builds this up and then she just says, me, I've signed a multi-year deal. I mean, that was, that was a good swerve. I think make it bigger. Have her come down to the ring. Big announcement. Well, on commentary, they did say this. So in like the lead up to this segment, I think it was during, it was during a match, I think. It might have been during Powerhouse Hobbs versus Brian Cage. Um, Tony Schiavone said, oh my God, Britt Baker has just said that a free agent is signing, like the biggest free agent is signing with AEW. I'm going to have to go backstage and interview her about this. So they did do some build up for it. But not for the, the live crowd wouldn't have heard that. No. So I, I just thought this was, a, this was such a good idea. Make it a huge deal. But to me, it does say, if they're making those sorts of teases, Adam Cole's going there, surely. Yeah, I think I would have thought. Yeah. I would have thought. <clears throat> um, but Baker, as part of her contract negotiations, she will be, she, she's got uh, Statlander in a handicap match against Reba and Jamie Hayter on Rampage. Then we got an absolute treat of a match. Penelope Ford versus Ty Conti. And they, this was awesome. Yeah. Surprisingly, so really good. <laughs> yeah, surprisingly, real good this was. I think it was mostly because people were just not, you know, expecting this to be so much fun. Yeah. Uh, the only criticism I have about it, really, is Ty Conti hit those awesome pump kicks onto uh, Penelope Ford in the corner, like three of them in a row. And I was like, yes, go on, kill her! And then she just should have just won, like, strong. But then Ford just picked her up and, like, it, it was not effective at all. Um, but throughout the match, Ty Conti is kind of like, she's occasionally reaching out to the corner. Uh, on commentary, I think JR said, Tay wants to tag someone in right now. And I was like, they are building an Anna J return for the pay-per-view. Yeah. No, it happened right here. <laughs> but it was dead. Because they've now got this alliance between uh, Penelope Ford and the bunny. And the bunny and Penelope were beating her down in the ring. And Anna, the Dark Order's music hit. Anna Jay runs down to make the save. Really, really cool emotional return. So I imagine we're going to get a tag match at some point uh, between these four. All the blondes having uh, having some tag action. And do you know what? Like Most of my notes from this match is, damn, Ty Conti's good. Yeah. Like, really, really good. She's improved so much in the last year or so since joining AEW. She's done an incredible, like... It's what an incredible turn of events. Mm -hmm. And I think she is a really, really strong... And actually, Penelope Ford as well does not get the credit that she deserves for her in-ring work. I think with Conti, there's just something about her. Just, just She just feels... You know, like Shawn Michaels, Johnny Gargano, they just feel like baby faces mm -hmm. uh, deep down and it, that, that natural connection with the crowd. They've got whatever it is, she has it. Uh, so that happened in the match, and then it cuts back to Thunder Rosa backstage. I'm like, what do you think about Anna Jay's return? You're all going to be facing each other in the Battle Royal, and Nyla Rose and Jade Cargill attack Rosa. Yeah. And it looks like they're going to come to blows, but their respective managers are like, save it for Sunday, let's be smart about this. I was like, they, that's actually like, those two segments have sold me on that match. Yeah? Yeah. More than the, uh, the, the, the what we think, that Ruby Soho may be the, the joker of the group. Yeah, but, you know, that that's cool. But in terms of storyline conflict going into it, mm -hmm. there's, that that's what I'm more interested in yeah. sometimes. Um, we've got a video package on Jericho's potential retirement that we've already covered. And then the main event. Eight-man tag, Jurassic Express and Lucha Bros versus the Young Bucks and the Good Brothers. 
freaking crazy. Everything that the opener was, this wasn't. Yeah. But in the best possible way. Tag rules not observed. Yeah, I... Oh. There was a moment towards the start of this match. Because like it starts off and it's Luchasaurus versus you know big Doc Gallows. So it's like big meaty men mm -hmm. slowly punching each other. Oh, it's big and it's meaty and stuff. And I'm like, I mean, this is fun and everything, but... Man, I can't wait till Ray Phoenix and <laughs> And then Phoenix tags in and Nick Jackson tags in. And instantly I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. And then they tag in Penta and Matt, the older brothers, the elder statesmen of the teams. And these two teams get in the ring and they have this face off and they're proper going nose to nose and stuff. And I, I was just really like, oh my God, this is incredible. I, I cannot, I, I love watching these two teams have matches. I can't wait to see what they're going to do inside of a steel cage. Well, they all went to super kick each other, but all super kicked each other's boots. <laughs> Usually you do the super kick spot into each other's face, everyone falls down, but they did that. And it was like reality went poof. Yeah. Oh, so good. Uh, this great call from Excalibur. Ray Phoenix. Perpetual motion personified. Oh, hello. Yes. That's very good. That's why I didn't like your Excalibur <laughs> joke earlier. That is, do you remember we did the uh, the review of SummerSlam 02 and Michael Cole said, Rey Mysterio, it's like a roller coaster. Uh -huh. It's like, yeah, roller coasters, you never know where you're going to go. It's like, well, roller coasters are traditionally one, <laughs> one direction. Uh, but this whole match, of course, was great. Just craziness all the way through. Uh, but the Bucks won with the Meltzer driver, interestingly, on the person they'll be finding in the cage this Sunday, Ray Phoenix. Yeah, I thought it was a very, very cool ending sequence as well. Because here is what I loved about this this <coughs> whole match and this main event as well. Thank you, Rich. It was specifically designed and put together to put over the cage stipulation. Because mm. every single time the baby faces had an advantage, Gallows and Anderson would stop them, or Gallows would interfere, or, you know, not interfere, but like break up a pen or something. And the commentators kept saying, that can't happen on Sunday because of the steel cage and stuff. And even at the end here, Phoenix had this match pretty much in the back. He had Matt and Nick on the ropes, not, you know, metaphorically on mm -hmm. the ropes. And then when he went to the outside, he had to kick off Gallows, and he had to kick off Anderson. That momentary distraction led to them getting the Melter Driver and getting the win, which really puts over the cage stipulation. But I want to shout out to Don Callis because there was this amazing, amazing moment in this. Where is this? Because um, they were putting over the fact, because like um, they, they hit the uh, the magic killer and and that was off the back of some interference. And like, they're like, and Luchasaurus then jumps in and breaks up the pin. And they're like, that sort of interference that led to that move won't happen at the pay-per-view. And Callis goes, yeah, Luchasaurus won't be able to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Swap packs with you. I'm swapping packs. You, you cover for me. Okay. Well, then, we've got, so we've got five minutes left of the, uh, the broadcast. I'm like, oh. I mean, I guess they're going to do something with Kenny because they haven't really done anything overt to, to build the Christian versus Kenny match. Kenny comes down, pure cokehead energy. He's on the microphone. He's just going, <laughs> uh, beat him, guys. <laughs> he kept saying to Nack, like, Nack, hold this for a second. He'd hand Nack the microphone so he could beat like someone up with the kendo stick. And then he'd be like, give me the microphone. <laughs> it's like, go, come on, guys, let's do this and beat him up. Nack, hold this. And then he start beating someone with the kendo stick again. Well, that, then he says, like, he waits for Christian to run down and try and make the save. And he's like, ha, huh, it was a trap because 
we've stolen the, the production keys from Tony Khan, lower the cage. And then the cage starts to lower. And it's a freaking big cage. Yeah, this crowd went nuts for this cage coming down. The cage trapped cage. <laughs> it did. Cage of his own making. Came down. And then it was just this awesome, really well-staged beatdown where Kaz and... Um, Oh my god, what's the small... Dante Martin. No, no. <laughs> Marco Stunt? Marco Stunt. Marco Stunt, Dante Martin, Kaz. They're trying to get in the cage. But Brandon Cutler, cold spray in their eyes, they fall off. Kendo stick, they fall off. People, like, I'm not there being like, well, why isn't someone helping them? So that, that was perfectly done. And then they just beat down all of the baby faces to build the match of the week. And that's both the tag title match and the world title match, while still having Jurassic Express in there. Yeah, this accomplished two things for me, two major things. A, much like the match, got over the stipulation of the cage. No one can get in. The people who are inside this cage are the only people who are going to be inside this cage. The second thing, how dangerous the Super Elite are together. Mm. And that is something, thanks Rich, and that is something that Christian Cage is going to have to deal with with his match because yeah. he doesn't have the cage steel cage stipulation to protect him from super elite interference what is an in a masterful segment i thought this was an incredible go home segment also it added i think some much needed heat onto the elite as well to show them as this like there's a moment like after i finished watching the show text i watched it in the office adam said to me because he was also there. He's like, do you think the, uh, the Super Elite have run their course now? And I was like, nope. I was like, if anything, they're just getting better. Yeah, like, yeah. They're getting better and better and better with each week. I, I loved this, uh, this end segment. I thought it was terrific. Uh, four out of five, I yeah. gave it. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Let's see what everyone else had to say in our <laughs> community poll. Um, wow, 62% said it was a four out of five show. 19% it was a full five out of five and 14 percent said it was three out of five two out of five two percent one out of five three percent very 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 low down that is just people troll clicking uh, -huh. uh four out of five there's 62 percent mm -hmm. that's incredible yeah Well, thank you very much for all of the votes. I don't know where I was going with that link. I've got to, what I've got to do now is I've got to do thanks to Patreons mm -hmm. and then get into the rest of your Omega chats. I like it. How, how's that, that going to go? So thank you to our wonderful $25 a month or more Pledge Hammers on Patreon, giving cash money, Kashiwabara. Eric Baron Happy Corbin. NJ Hornsberg. Victor Henri Napoleon Dynamite. The Hundred Dollar Man CD Horver. Mad Mac the Meat Father. The Kessel Run DX Solo. Ryan Disco Stewart. Superkick Nick Mazesco. Double M, sorry, Double L Leon. Double L Liam Leonard. Par for the course, Zarjeth. And lastly, for this Hall of Fame class on the 2nd of September, how did that happen? 2021, the Cyclone, Brandon Sires. 
Thank you, everybody, for supporting us over on Patreon. Uh, we've got loads of perks if you want to check them out yourself, including exclusive podcasts. Um, Shoutouts, well, Fanquizzle Mania, Wrestle are, League. We're recording our next episode of Wrestle Talk Extra next week, mm. in fact, is the plan. Check this one out, folks. For the first time in Wrestle Talk Extra history, a Ring of Honor show has won the poll. Beat out WWE. It beat out TNA. It beat out probably WXW if Dan was making suggestions. And it's going to be a Ring of Honor show. All-Star Extravaganza. Do you want to read out some of this match cards? Yeah. Let me, let me find it for you. Fill for time. Uh, oh, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. So we have got Donovan Dijak versus Bobby Fish. Who's Donovan Dijak? Kyle O'Reilly versus Hangman Page. What? Jay Lethal versus Tetsuya Naito. This feels like someone fantasy booked a card. Yeah, but this is the main event. It's Ladder War 6. The Young Bucks versus The Addiction oh. versus the Motor City Machine Guns. Oh my god. The Addiction are uh, Kazarian and Christopher Daniels, by the way. Yeah. Daniels oh my god, yes. Phase. Give oh, it to me. I cannot wait. Give it to you too if you go over to patreon.com forward slash wrestle talk and sign up today. Right, your Omega Chats. Christopher Jazzcat. It's funny that you say Punk is sloppy. That was a knock on him back in ROH. He cut promos about it. I love babyface happy to be here, Punk. It was awesome to see him get physical again. Do you think he, we will ever see the Pepsi plunge? I would love him to do that, but I would actually prefer to call it the pedigree plunge. <laughs> Hannah Allen. Uh, two parts to this. Hello, gents. Punk squaring up with Darby got me so excited for this weekend. I think more so just Punk's presence in the ring is magic. There's other events over the weekend for the Indies. I'm excited to talk wrestling again. It started with Wrestle Talk and AEW. So thank you heaps. My world's a brighter place because of y'all. And in my opinion, wrestling has never been better. I just ignore the WWE stuff, except for Wrestle Talk pay-per-view streams and content, of course. Stoked for the weekend. Lots of love. Australian dollars <laughs> for life. Jam that jam. L-I-W. Can't wait to convert those Australian dollars and into actual gets. money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> William Rosmer. In regards to Luke's point about the card, without Punk Derby, it feels like a very good special named episode of Dynamite card. Yeah. Except for the cage the match cage stipulation. Match, yeah. Apart from the cage match stipulation. But like, I felt, and I was saying this in the office earlier, I felt that we were building towards Jurassic Express. And then AEW zigged when we thought they were going to zag, which is always great. But we also thought they were going to go with Paige, and they zigged when we thought they were going to zag. So it just feels like a lot of this card is just the, how oh, you didn't see that coming, did you? Well, it's with, with Hangman, different. it was, that was out of their hands. Yeah, no, totally out of their hands. But it were also, they were still building towards it, like if it was going to mm. happen at All Out, so that they could zig when we thought they were going to zag. Charon Rissa, uh, this is my first super chat. I agree with Luke. I'm not sure this card is the best without CM Punk. It seemed they had to change a lot on the fly. I also wanted to say WrestleTalk has helped me so much through being sick over the last year. Much love. Well, hopefully you're feeling better now. Uh, almost nard. You've already not... done that one. In contrast, 
Have we? Oh, yes. James Hanley. This show was so much fun. I just want the Lucha Bros to win so badly at All Out. They've been my favourite tag team since the first Double or Nothing. I don't understand how Ray Phoenix defies the laws of physics, and it should always be Penta. Very true. Love you guys. Dorks of Wrestling. Hi, guys. Super excited for All Out this Sunday. My first ever AEW pay-per-view. And you call yourself a dork of wrestling. <laughs> I love the ending segment. I think it was the perfect way to sell the effectiveness of the cage. Also, I love Kenny Omega. He is the best. Jam that jam. And L-I-W for life. Sorry, Ollie. Well, you know, I'm going to beat them on Sunday. Yeah, you're going to win back that championship. William Rossmer. After that main event segment, do you think Tony Khan gets revenge on Omega by changing the Kenny Christian match to a cage match? I mean, the cage is right there. You want to do t I mean, you don't want to be TNA Lockdown and just start doing every match as a cage match. Also, Tony Khan, for my money, just should never be an on-air proper character. Uh, Tim Housen. Cool name. Anna Jay and Tay Conti. Bunny and Penelope Ford. Red Velvet and Killing King. And possibly the Iconics coming in. Do you think we'll be seeing women's tag titles oh, soon? I, I hope not. There's not enough teams. Like, at least you can say this about... Yeah, all right, well, cool. There's, what, four teams there? It's more than Raw's got. Yeah, I know, but like you're going to cycle through that pretty quickly. Um, James Hanley again. Three women's segments. Three? <laughs> Am I watching AEW or Stardom? <laughs> I'll tag to you. Uh, the Portuguese Mr. <laughs> Davis. Hey, lads. I thought this was the, uh, your usual show for AEW. Don't get me wrong. Great wrestling. But overall, for a go-home show, I expected a bit more. Feel free to disagree with me. Very high three out of five by AEW standards. Love you, boys. Uh, I, it ticked all my boxes for a go-home show in a big way. Fran Chillet uh, was at the show last night. And it was great. Talked to several people, and we were trying to save energy for Rampage and All Out. That's why it was a uh, that's why it was a Chicago crowd atmosphere. However, after that first tag match, my voice was already <laughs> gone. Well, you did a great job there. Ben Vlerick, new to AEW and heard Tall Paul was going to face QT Marshall. Assumed it was the tall buff guy with the hairy chest. Never seen him wrestle, but I was interested. Only to find out QT uh... is one of the other guys. What's the big deal about the actual QT? Why him, lol? Well, that's the thing, Ben. And this is kind of why you've, you've been worked here. QT's crap. And he's rubbish. And he keeps losing all the time. But he presents himself like this big deal. Mm. You, the man you described as Nick Comaroto. And he has an awesome look. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be big one day. Truman Spearing. The rough thing was just a lot of changes at work. What tier do I need to get Patreon to watch the reviews of old WWE pay-per-views? Only I'm right with you. I love the punk is back. Can't believe it. D-A-D. That would be $5. Um, to, uh, it's, all the information is like on the... used to be on the side. I think it's now just on the homepage. It will tell you everything you get for each of your tiers. They're podcasts. They're not... It's not a video, not a video thing. Ten Ruzza, hey guys, this was a fun show. Loved Punk getting physical, and MJF is insanely good. I didn't actually mention this about the MJF promo, but I don't know about you, but I, I could not concentrate on whatsoever because like, the camera angle kept changing. I found it very, uh, so distracting. I didn't take a single word in he said. It is a bit weird. The camera cuts <laughs> were a bit weird, though. Uh, Cinemania is here. Uh, sorry, um, <coughs> Fred Superchecking on my first Cinemania said that I finally became a pledge hammer yesterday. Much love to you guys. NXT. Sad to see you go. <sighs> Tonk Plus. Hey, lads. Very time long watcher. First time ultra chatter. I was listening to the radio the other day, and when I had the thought, with all the money TK is spending on music, what if he brought the rights to Madonna like a prayer for who else but Grado? Oh, my God. Grado, Colt Cabana, comedy tag team. Mmm. 
Bow Hill with a remix of Cult of Personality and Like a Prayer. Cult Cabana? Oh, sorry, I think I about you just... You I'm just, so sorry. I just... You just... For whatever reason, I was like, yes, yeah, CM Punk and Grado completely make sense as a comedy tag You team. are being so mean to my AEW friends. <laughs> Dictonic Scalibur for no reason. <laughs> Dick and, oh, You're bringing up things about cult. <laughs> Love cult, really. Bowhill, Black's promos have gone to the next level. Mm. You can definitely see Jake's influence in them. Him telling Lee Johnson that he was going to pay his toll uh, to Sharon for his trip across the river sticks popped me so hard as a huge mythological nerd. Eric, Borg Anderson for president. Kit, uh, All Out will be the first AEW pay-per-view I can watch. I'm looking forward to watching it with you on Sunday. Not Jackson Schaefer. Hey, Icons, that back and forth between Eddie and Miro was fun. Too bad it's all out. Miro has been winning it. Uh, Miro has to be winning it back now. Any other day, another day close to Christmas is another day close to Malachi Black killing it by winning the title Black Christmas Kill. Sure. Okay, Jackson Schaffer. <laughs> sure. Last fan standing. Pack needs to move to the United States as soon as possible. Seriously, this is like the fifth time that a pack match has been cancelled due to travel sickness. I was sorry to travel, and I'm sick of it. Also, Luke Owens' D.A.D. baby should be called Kevin. Who are you going to call Owen? I'll see myself out, JTJ. Yeah, we didn't talk about the Pac Andrade mm. thing, but that is... It's happened a few times now where Pac's not been able to get into the country for a show. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the pandemic. But it was also happening before the before, pandemic. Before, yeah. I mean, if anyone is removed last minute from a show or a card at the moment, and a reason is given, I... I'm just gonna be like, it's it's obviously out of their hands. Yeah, I mean, I think for now, like, yeah, I, I'm not, I, I don't think that's. I don't think unfair. it's unfair. Yeah, I don't think it's unfair at all. Norm Summers, congrats to Luke Owen. D A D. Ollie, uh, you're there. There you are. QT tall pawn match should be scrapped for another women's match. Was they got the Casino Battle Royale? They're all in that. Was happy to see Anna J back to reign the Dark Order until Bray Windham <laughs> takes over. Jam that jam. Dark Order confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, Malachi Black needs to do jazz hands. Hey, hey there, Mr. Arn. Oh, you blocked me. Here's another kick for you and your son. When he walks down to the ring. Danny G, afternoon, gents. I don't think there's enough new gimmicks in wrestling at the minute. With the gun kids somewhat directionless, I think the answer is right there. <laughs> the new smoking guns. Talk about money. I like that a lot, Danny G. That shows that Danny G was watching 50k celebration day. <laughs> Alpaca Nation 87. Nick Jackson was just doing super kick after super kick after super kick, and it was so awesome. Mega is such a fun and unique bad guy. Who do you think will take Pac's place against Andrade this weekend? I thought they were just moving it to a different show. So Andrade did tease, just like Andrade versus who, um, suggesting that there may be a replacement for him. But we were talking about this in the office. I think it would be a mistake because if you ha say that Andrade is going to have a match against a new opponent, everyone's going to presume Brian Danielson, mm -hmm. Buddy Matthews, uh, Adam Ruby Cole, Soho. Ruby Soho. They're going to expect Braun Titan. Strowman. Yeah, Titan. Yeah, they're going to imagine it's someone. And if it's just, you know, Dante Martin, then Dante Martin's going to get booed. And then that's not a really good mm -hmm. look for, for, for old Dante there. Also, if you bring in Danielson, Ruby Soho, or Titan, then surely they've got to win and Andrade's got to lose. Exactly. Uh, Charles Berg, two things regarding the poor of you. I can't reveal Frank's owner, but I can say they are a rare version of the master. I know you're figuring out how to display the pics on screen, but uh, are you still able to see the dogs? I sure hope so, Jam That Jam. 
I do have the emails, yep. Um, after I watch two big meaty men slapping meat, my neighbor calls me. <laughs> it says, Charles, are you getting flooded? I, uh, I say, I don't know. Let me check. I go to my basin to find a foot of water. Oh, my Damn God. Damn you, hurricane. Damn you to heck. I hate flooding. Well, I hope everything's okay, Charles, and the dogs. Yep. Hot tag back to you. Jesse Venable, Luke man, I'm so happy for you. Girl or boy, your life is about to lovingly change after holding your little one. My daughter has heard you both talk and laughed, been fans for five years. Jada is five and in kindergarten. Enjoy it. Time goes fast. Mm -hmm. Cyclone. I think it's Skyloan. Cyclone. <laughs> Hello, lads. It's my birthday today. Also, Luke never put that shirt in the Iron Maiden. It's be excellent to each other, party on dudes. It's a joke from Bill and Ted. Cool. Put them in the Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden? Excellent! <laughs> Execute them. Bogus. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Not Jackson Schaefer. Denise became my hero last Friday when she said that All Out was going to be shown in select theatres in North America. There is only one theatre near me showing it, and I'm going. It may not be live, but Christmas came early and Black is going to kill it. Uh, I can't imagine watching a pay-per-view in a cinema. Do you think that you'd want everyone to be quiet because you're in a cinema? Yeah, it'd be weird. <laughs> uh, on Edge. On Edge? Just moved into uni halls today and me and someone have just bonded over AEW going great so far. Love this podcast. That's great. Good luck with the rest of Freshers Week. You'll make friends for life. Uh, well, or, and, and, and for the first week. Yeah, or, or you'll make friends for three years and then you'll be like, we'll totally stay in touch. Yeah. And then six months later, have a speak to them again. Uh, Dean Barretton, agree with Luke on the quality of the card for the pay-per-view with the Kenny Page feud not featured and Pac and Andrade now being moved. We have seen a lot of these matches before. Is it just me or does QT Marshall <laughs> look more like a darts player each week? He does look like a darts player. He does look that like is a exactly darts what he looks like. Does he know what darts are? Does he know this? <laughs> James Hanley, Kenny banged a load of powder and then came out. Excellent. Stuart Ellis, hello dads. Not that. Firstly, Luke, good luck for when the Wrestle Stork arrives. Am I the only person intrigued to see what gear Punk has at the weekend? Will he have trunks or Gorg style MMA trunks? Taped fists? Tights? <gasps> I hadn't even thought about that. What's he going to look like? I hope a little pair of skimpy pants. That's what, yeah. Maybe he'll bring out his Randy Savage once again with mm. the Chicago Stars on the back. And finally for now, Sarah Sullivan. Hey boys, had to take a little break from AEW for a while. Punk was my little brother's favorite wrestler. He made a short video clip for my brother wishing him well. Love that man. He made my little brother so happy. Wish he was here to see him return. Oh, well, that's, I did, yeah, well, you know, you're back now and you can feel the love of wrestling. I do have an email that I want to read out mm. um, that's not, you know, that's your ridiculous money that you're wasting. I was actually going to say... It was very tasty, though. Was it, it was so far, yeah. I might start making you lunches. No, I'll, <laughs> I'll bring you in lunches. And I'll pay you. <laughs> don't even have to pay me. I just don't want you spending. Oh, it's like nice. £75 a week. What would you cook, I don't know. I'm making my current, like, little ramen uh, pots. I can make you one of those. Mm. That did look nice. It was. Put some, some ragu beef on it. And we're talking. So, some ragu beef. Ragu beef. Wagyu. I was going to say, ragu's a, See, a sauce boat manufacturer. You can't let me near food unless it's for <laughs> consumption. <purposes. laughs>
Anyway, this is an email. So a long-time listener, Harry Iverson. Mm. We know him as the Geordie bus driver. Yeah, hero. Long-time listener. He's to emails or has been emailing us since the Dagnum days, since the uh, the old studio days, t-shirt wall days. The old, the old studio days. Well, Harry's emailed in to say, Hi, Ollie, Luke, Laurie, P, Addy, M, Tempest, blah, 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 blah. They don't matter. We're reading it out. It's been a while since I last got in touch. Still supporting, watching, and listening to every video and podcast. Been meaning to get in touch for a while. First of all, huge congratulations to Luke and the wife. The owners to Parenthood confirmed. So happy for you. That's fantastic news. Thank you very much. Also, CM Punk to AEW confirmed. What a year 2021 has been. But as this title suggests, I'm coming to the end of my run with the buses. Oh. I'm going to be uh, going to a better suited job for my personality and nature, and I'm so excited about it. I will be getting more money, so I can hopefully become a £25-pounder pledge hammer and support you even more. Uh, I may not be a Geordie bus driver much longer, but I will always be THE Geordie <laughs> bus driver, Harry, which will hopefully be my Patreon name. Honestly, lads, I love you like good mates. I really hope we're able to meet one day and you guys uh, genuinely get me through tough times. It's been like, uh, it's like watching wrestling with friends. A massive smile on my face. The whole Rampage reaction to watch along with you lot when I got up. Seeing CM Punk return to wrestling and seeing some lovely boys having a lovely time. Love you lots. Jam that jam. Uh, the Geordie bus driver, Harry. Congratulations, Harry. Mm -hmm. a, a job for more money and one that you feel you're more suited for. That's the two biggest boxes ticked, right? So Absolutely. congratulations on finding that in a tough time as well. Yeah, it's a very tough time. You don't want to be trying to find a job in well, well, is it a tough time? Because none of my restaurants have have staff. Well, as you're suggesting that everyone goes and works in a restaurant. Yeah. Don't Maybe I... that's it. If everyone loves cooking like you say well, they do. I, well, I mean, no, no, that's not what I said at all. I said, I didn't say everyone loves cooking. I said, I love cooking. And I'm just concerned about you spending so much money on something that you can do at home mm. for a, a fraction of the price. You've but I don't just like got... it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right, well, let's get out of here. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, I'll be back tomorrow with the magazine show, which will be a fun old time. And then on Saturday, it'll be the Smackdown podcast with Tempest and Pete. And then on uh, Sunday, all out live reactions on the Rest Talk YouTube channel. On Monday, Ollie and I will be here to review all out. Thank you all so much for listening. Take care. I love you. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Jenna. 